Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, David and I are going to be chatting about why paying off your house may not be the best option. So if you're trying to figure out if you want to pay off your mortgage or if you don't, then we're going to tell you probably why you shouldn't do that. Um, David, do you want to kick this off? Yeah. So uh, my sister and her husband have paid off their home. They're, my sister is very frugal and very conservative, and she loves that her house is paid off. And I think it's awesome. At the same time, if she's trying to maximize her ability to build wealth and future cash flow, um, then she's limiting herself. So the way that I look at this is, let's just say that the house is a, um, for ease of numbers, let's call it a $400,000 house, okay? And the house is completely paid off. She could take out, and 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 let's say that that is saving her right now because if she were to get a loan on it today, a $400,000 house is probably going to cost her about $3,000 a month. So she's basically producing $3,000 a month in cash flow. That's her savings that she's saving because the house is paid off. She doesn't have any debt. Now, let's say that she were to take that and and only get a loan on it for 50% of the house, a very conservative position, right? Let's say she gets a loan for $200,000. That means she has $200,000 that she could potentially use to go and invest elsewhere and build wealth and generate cash flow and get a, let's call it a, a very conservative considering cash flow, appreciation, debt pay down, tax benefits. Let's call it all that. Let's call it a very conservative. 25% return on investment annualized over five years, that $200,000 can go a long way to helping her build wealth and cash flow in the future. But there's also something to be said about the value of being completely debt-free and just owning your house free and clear. So if she's looking at it from, hey, I want to be comfortable and feel great about my position and know that my house is paid off and know that I don't ever have to worry about that again, awesome. And at the same time, if she's looking to maximize her return on the equity that she has tied up in that property, taking a conservative loan on that and then repositioning that equity and investing it elsewhere uh, would definitely be the better option. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, back in the day when I didn't have that much knowledge about real estate, I created this 10-year plan. And I wrote it out on a piece of just lined notebook paper and each line was a year and I put it up on my fridge and the 10 year plan was paying off. I had two duplexes at the, at the time and my 10 year plan was paying those off and then living off of the $3,000 a month cash flow I would have had. That was my big plan. So obviously that plan changed when I figured out that you need a lot more than 3000 to live. Um, and I have a lot more debt now, which is great. Good debt. Um, <laughs> good debt. And I think one way I would look at it is what is your interest rate at? Is it locked for 30 years? Is it a locked interest rate? Right. Because if maybe it's a variable interest rate, then there is more value in paying that off sooner. But if it's a locked interest rate and you have an interest rate below 4%, um, then there's no reason to pay that off early. 
especially if you have tenants paying it off for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if it's your own house coming out of your own pocket every month, then it makes complete sense to me to pay that off. Um, But if you have a low interest rate and your tenants are paying your house off for you and you have monthly cash flow every month, why not use the other capital to um, buy another investment property? Either way isn't wrong. If you have enough money to pay off your more, the mortgage on your house, then you are obviously doing great in life. And so that's good on you. Um, but just know that it's not the only option and it might not be the best option and it might be the best option in it. And you just really have to look at your situation and how it may affect you. Yeah. You know, when I just do a real rough calculation, going back to my sister's example, let's say that she was able to tap into $200,000 of the equity that she has tied up in her home. And she was a go to, and let's say she went and she bought, let's just call it four different properties for a single family homes for $50,000, right? And each one of those properties, now she's controlling, um, <clears throat> now she's controlling let's say that she put 25% down on those properties. So what's that? $50,000, that would be a $200,000 house, right? So she's putting $50,000 on four $200,000 houses. Now she's controlling $800,000 of real estate and generating you know a 25% return on that $200,000 which if she's generating a two 25% return on $200,000 about $50,000 that she's generating right in total return in cash flow in debt pay down in market appreciation and in tax benefits. And that's a pretty conservative re- total return on investment when you take into account all of that. So it just seems like a big opportunity loss. But again, there is something to be said about having your own personal home paid off free and clear and not having to worry about that. So uh, in my opinion, I would definitely be encouraging her to take out a very conservative loan repositioning that equity and going buying more real estate, controlling more real estate and continuing to build her wealth and cash flow for the future. Awesome. Well, David, now you can send this episode to her. (laughs) I'll make sure she listens. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Um, Thanks everyone. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.